Hi, this is James Barris. I hope you find this talk supports you in your practice. If you'd like to support my teaching, you can use the donate button underneath my picture on Dharma Seed to do that. Your support is greatly appreciated. With this Brahma-vihara period, we come to perhaps one of the most challenging heart practices of all. And that is mudita for the difficult person. Wishing and delighting in the happiness of someone who is difficult for you. How can that be possible? How can we delight in the happiness of someone who perhaps has caused us pain or um, triggers us in some way this is a, a great stretching of the heart, a great um, generosity of heart practice. And keeping in mind, just like with the forgiveness practice that was done some time ago, we're doing this as an exercise in our own opening of heart. We're not doing it so that the other person will feel our sympathetic joy. Although if that happens, uh, that might be quite a, a good thing. We're doing it to see the possibilities of including even the difficult one in our well-wishing. More than just well-wishing with metta, but well-wishing and appreciating their happiness. (coughs) So, I'd like to say a few words before we get into that practice to kind of give a context And it's probably been said, uh, perhaps it was said when we were doing uh, metta for the difficult, that um, first to understand that the happiness that we might be either wishing for or wishing to continue um, is, uh, is real happiness, true happiness, not the the pleasant that comes when somebody is either engaged in unskillful behavior or in um, selfish behavior 
But when we wish for a true happiness for someone to continue, as in the mudita, and to grow, we're inclining our minds and our hearts with, uh, with well-being, with n a noble kind of happiness, a happiness that the Buddha spoke about connected with wholesome states, perhaps a, a feeling of generosity might arise in that other being. Or maybe they uh, delight in cuddling with their pet. Or maybe they uh, delight in, um, in cheering their, their kid in a school play. Or maybe their heart is touched in ways that you might not see it when somebody they care about is going through a difficult time. And so we are extending and appreciating the fact, the capacity of that being to uh, have their heart open in very uh, healthy ways. And if somebody is, uh, is not, does not seem to be um, one who generally is involved in healthy things, then to open up to the possibility that perhaps either you don't know other sides of them or that they might be able to change. There might be people for whom you are the difficult one. I know that might be a little bit of a stretch, but... Uh, <laughs> and if they're holding a, a particular image of you in the moment where there was some difficult encounter, and that's how they're holding you in their mind, in their heart, they're not seeing the full picture. They only see that picture that they've been freeze-framing in their consciousness. And perhaps the same is true with the difficult ones that, that we have in our own life. And there's all kinds of stories, I'm sure you can come up with a number of, of them uh, where people can change as confused as they might have been. Just mentioning a, a few that come to mind to just put this in context. Uh, perhaps you're familiar with Angulimala, the serial killer who out of his own confusion killed 999 people, as this story goes, <laughs> until he met the Buddha who broke the trance. And Angulimala not only stopped killing, but joined the order and ended up being a fully enlightened <laughs> being. 
And as the, the story goes, when he was mm, seeing a woman in labor having a difficult birth and going to the Buddha and saying, oh, this, uh, this woman has, is going through a hard time. Perhaps we can send someone to help her and, and bless her. And the Buddha said, you go, Angulimala, and say to her as with my life that has not committed any kind of act of violence since I've been born, may you have a healthy birth. And the Buddha and Angulimala says, what do you mean? You know my past. And the, and the Buddha says, say to her, since I've been nobly born, may my peaceful heart and commitment to nonviolence be a protection for you. And he went, and that now is a, a famous chant that, that women in labor chant, the Angulimala chant, through their birth. So Angulimala changed. Or Ashoka, known as Ashoka the Wicked, through carnage, through being a conqueror, after one, one particularly bloody battle, as he looked over, surveyed the, the field of, of bodies and seeing a Buddhist monk cross, uh, cross his vision, so serene, saying, how is it that I who have everything am so unhappy and this monk who has nothing seems so serene? And with that, he converted to Buddhism and his name changed from Ashoka the Wicked to Ashoka the Righteous and is as much a reason why we're sitting here as any because he revived Buddhism throughout the Indian subcontinent. It had been a, a, a dying kind of religion. So people can change, you don't know. So as we wish for the happiness of others, the difficult ones, we are rooting for them to be touched by their own goodness and more and more open up to true happiness in their lives. And if it's a stretch, if you're not ready to uh, wish that or not able to, then don't make it hard on yourself. Just be right where you are. Just see, and if it's too much, then either use a different category for the mudita practice or uh, come back to the metta practice with a category that works for you, or just do vipassana. This is something that you can just trust yourself. But just see. And you might not pick the most challenging, difficult, that you're still maybe processing some, some anger or hurt or trauma. Uh, 
just um, don't have to raise it to the highest bar, just to practice. So with that, you might, uh, as you go inside and breathe in and out of your heart center, And appreciate that you're here wanting to learn more and more to open your heart. Just feel the wholesomeness of that. And then you might start with, uh, as is classically done, with somebody who you really love rooting for. Can be a child, can be somebody going through a, a really good period in their life. And that's the essence of mudita, just that joy that we have when we're cheering someone on. There's nothing in it for us other than just the delight in seeing them happy. And uh, you bring them to mind and see them smiling or in that moment of success or joy. And just delight in that. The phrases I use are, may your happiness continue And may your happiness grow. May your happiness continue and may it grow. You might see them smiling, receiving your delight in their well-being. feeling your love, your support. And you don't have to go for an intense experience. Don't try to squeeze out any more than is here. Just delighting in this person's well-being or this animal's well-being, whatever. May your happiness continue and may it grow. If you can get in touch with that at all and you have the feeling accessible to you, then you can just let your awareness rest in that feeling. The words sometimes can be extra. If you could connect and just see them smile, feel that generosity of heart and just enjoy it.
May your happiness continue and may your happiness grow. And you might direct it towards yourself. For the moments that have been really pleasant in this last day or these days, maybe there's been a moment of peace or of appreciation or clarity or joy. Just wish that for yourself. May my happiness continue. May my happiness grow. And there might be other words that resonate more with you. May I open to all the happiness in my life or all the well-being in my life. Just wish that for yourself. The more you are in touch with, with that, with just cheering yourself on, the more everybody benefits. It's an act of generosity. You might now move to the benefactor. Someone who you have gratitude for. And then tuning into the, the fact that they also have moments of happiness smile, have laughter, delight, and just wish that to continue. 
and those moments to increase with a, an implicit thank you in your heart. May your happiness continue and may it grow. Thank you. May your happiness continue. May your happiness grow. And again, rest your attention on that feeling if it's arisen. It doesn't mean that they're happy all the time or that you are trying to make that happen. We all have our sorrows and our joys, but you're just wishing that those moments of happiness are more and more available. that they nourish and touch that being. And then we can experiment with this new category, the one that we call the difficult one. And bring, bring to mind someone who, um, who's not easy to root for, but who just like you wants to be happy who came into this world wanting love, who was a child that liked to laugh and perhaps had friends, wanted them. And who possibly, if you can 
envision it has moments, wholesome moments of caring, of sharing a, a laugh, not at someone's expense. of generosity or who has the seed, the possibility of having their heart be touched. And just wish that those moments touch their heart more and more. You might envision them in a wholesome moment. And if it's, if it's not easy being too near them, then you can have a healthy boundary between you and just wish them well from, from a distance. But just know their own well-being means a little bit more goodness in the world as opposed to uh, confusion. And so as you reflect on a moment like that that might come through them, just wish them more of those. May your true happiness continue. May your true happiness grow. May your moments of true happiness continue and may they grow. You're wishing for them and for the benefit of everybody who encounters them. May your happiness continue and may it grow, your true happiness. You might envision them 
realizing their full potential. And if your heart can open or can stay open even just a little, just feel the generosity of heart that just wishes another well, even if they're difficult for you. And if you want a, a variation, you know, just wishing for their liberation, may you too see clearly and be liberated and know the highest happiness. Just whatever resonates for you. Just resting in that, that feeling, that generosity of heart. Now from this point on till the end of the sitting, you can either continue with this practice if you'd like or go back to another Brahma-vihara practice or just sit in the mindfulness practice as you like.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.